Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you pick John Jones to have more takedowns than eye pokes, come forward and collect your prize. This is Clicking Balls. Okay, episode six of Clicking Balls. We've just seen UFC 182. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, 182. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I'm Heath, this is Brenton with me. How do you feel about the card? I thought over the whole, the card, the anticipation was only for John Jones and Cormier. So yeah. I wasn't really hardly anticipating the rest of the card, except for Hector Lombard. So I would say it lived up to my expectations, being pretty crap. Yeah, it, it's a bit weird being the first um, card of the year. Um, so much hype uh, around the main event. Um, yeah. I can't remember a, a fight this big since probably uh, Silver Sonnen two, or maybe um, Silver and uh, Weidman two. Yeah, Silver Weidman two, Silver Sonnen two were the other ones that the ring a bell. And I mean, yeah, and especially with like out and out rivalries. Yeah, these days it's almost cliche to hype up a fight by making yeah. up some bullshit to be pissed off about. And even nowadays, the fighters open about the bullshit they'll spill before yeah. a fight to hype it up. So you don't really believe a lot of it, but this is genuine, like genuine dislike for each other. Yeah. So we'll stop, start at the top. Uh, try that again. Start at the top then. Yep. Uh, Jones, Cormier. Um, I think we scored it the same as the judges. Yeah. Um, well, the two sensible judges. Someone scored... Um, Cormier went in round three and Jones went in round two, which, I mean, you can make a case for... For Jones winning Cormier. round two. I yeah, yeah. Well, hang on. What round was it? Yeah, I can't remember. One of them was clearly a DC round and one judge scored it for Jones and gave Jones the... Gave DC the round that probably should have been Jones's, but whatever, they got it right in the end. So. Yeah. It, it's a weird fight. I mean, it, yeah, it felt like it was good at the time, but when you go back at it and you go, all right, Jones clearly controlled yeah. the fight. What did he win with? Control. It, it was control, but it was just putting up with his intensity. And I think it was just that intense nonstop inside dirty boxing for the first three rounds. And you can see that they really took it out, took it out of both of them. And yeah. I remember in the fifth round, DC finally got a takedown and he put it, everything into it, it. It looked like it was at, it was a takedown to say, at least I got one. Yeah, because after that, and he's joined straight back up, you could just it see on DC, up. he's like, that's all I got. That's yeah. it. He, he looks spent from, oh, I'd say end of two yeah it's still um it seems like he uh just ran out of gas he wasn't yeah well couldn't keep that intensity for long enough and really frustrated by the takedowns a lot of times where he had proper positioning but just couldn't grab a leg because john jones is so long so long yeah uh, and even when he did he just sprawled back and uh, there was a lot of times um they're up against the cage and uh, i thought cormier might be able to you know work around to, to get yeah. off the cage and jones 
just yeah, let him just kept him there. So yeah, but it was he never looked in trouble though. No, and I think for me watching the match, um, one of the things that was sort of detrimental to me was not understanding enough about wrestling and to do with positioning and things like that because yeah. it did seem there was a very um, wrestling intense match and it seems that was because John Jones wanted to dictate that to Cormier he wanted to make sure that he was he was get out wrestle the wrestler especially early going um, we were yeah. expecting Jones to stay on the outside and use his reach um, yeah. uh, he did for a little bit but especially rounds one two and uh, it wasn't until round three that he started to really find a distance yeah it wasn't it wasn't until sort of Cormier's intensity had, had sort of toned down a bit and he'd taken a few shots here and there and just the general you know, slipperiness of going through those sorts of fights and yeah. by the fourth and fifth round it's not so much your out and out strength or technique it's just about heart and it's about who's been in the situation before and and you've got to remember that Cormier's just got down from the heavyweights and he had a lot of trouble cutting weight before I'm not saying that he had a, had a hard cut but you're fighting one of the best in the world if not the best and so it's going to be a struggle no matter what right now the best in the world yeah. no doubt yeah it was yeah it's a very weird fight because like I said even at the end of it I'm like did you at any stage feel like one of them was in danger no no I don't, I don't think and that's why it's tough for these fights where you're like clearly for a, a mixed martial arts fight John Jones won it but yep. no one won that fight there yeah. was there was someone won a match yes someone exactly. didn't win a fight nobody won the fight it was a match um, right before the bout I said that I was already looking forward to the rematch yeah yep. Re- reckon there will be yeah, yeah, I reckon it will be mainly because John Jones is going to run out of people to fight pretty quick. Well, I mean, they said in the post-match um, that uh, you know, obviously, the winner of Anthony Johnson and Gustafsson is mm. going to be um, John Jones's next opponent. Um, but they're running out of ideas. Yeah, I think the best thing to happen would be um, actually Rumble winning that fight so that he can fight um, John Jones because I think. Gustafsson and John Jones are always going to have a rematch just because of how close their fight yeah, was. Regardless. Whereas if Rumble Johnson loses, then he's not going to get tough. He's fight. not going to get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think John Jones would run right over him. Yeah, so do I. I think we've seen John Jones take on those sort of people and yeah. I think probably better people than, than Johnson in, in the same sort of fighting styles. Yeah, so um, it is a it's a weird main event. Um, but it, I, I've got to say, I don't think it lived up to the hype. No, no, it, I don't think it did. But I think it was just that much of a, a tough grind for both fighters yeah, that what I, we were anticipating I, happened just wasn't possible. Yeah, the grind is, is yeah. the best way. I know that's um, you know DC's mantra going into it, and John yeah. Jones took it, um, calls himself the king of the grind after the yeah. fight. So you know that's uh, to the victor goes the spoils. And the good thing about I liked, and because there's always the the sort of fight in between John Jones and Cormier, where Cormier is calling him fake. And the thing is, I kind of see where he's coming from because he does say things with the intention of putting on a good front or whatever. But I loved after the fight, he was just like, you know, I really don't like this guy. I'm sorry yeah. for being classless. And it's like, that's the John Jones that people want to see. It's all right to be pissed off and it's all right to say things that you don't necessarily mean, but own it. Own up to it and yeah. say, yeah, yeah, I was pissed off. So what? I fucking punched people in the face for a living. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm allowed uh, to do the wrong shit every now and then. Um, I thought he was really good in uh, the post-match as well, where you know the obvious questions coming up about you know are you best in the world, um, and he has that um, that touch of arrogance which you need to have yeah. to be at that level. Yeah, exactly. But he's saying you know it's GSP and Silver, um, that's where I want to be one day, yeah. you know, and he, he's going to get there. Yeah, and like, that's why I think he might have posted it. John Jones might have posted it as well, where he's saying that his resume sort of speaks for itself, and 
he's right in that fact. But when you look at Anderson, I mean, he fought whoever they put in front of him. And yeah. you can't say that if Anderson hadn't fought the same competitors, that he wouldn't have done just as good a job. So that's where that comparison sort of falls. Well, Anderson got to the point where they were looking up a division just to find somebody for yeah, him to fight. Anyone. And he embarrassed Forrest Griffin and he embarrassed... Um, uh, Bonner. Bonner, yeah, that's what I'm trying to think of. Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe that is just what's next. Yeah, that's it. And I, and I think that... It seems that Anderson's at the point where is it, is the fight's going to happen enough. Diaz or it's not going to happen at all because John Jones is only going to get better and better and better. And Anderson's sort of looking for those big fights where he's got to do it now, otherwise he's probably going to get slapped. Well, yeah. Um, so Silver, let's assume he beats Diaz. Is Jones good enough, or is he waiting for GSP? I think, I think Jones might be a bit too tied up with looking up towards heavyweight. Yeah. So I'm not sure whether he'd want to do the 205 against Anderson as just a, a show fight not for a belt yeah it would have to be a, a catch weight or yeah. something like that because I know Anderson is interested in fighting for the belt because I don't think he's really interested in what does he give a shit yeah exactly he's more into um, payday fights sort of thing which is why I want to see him fight yeah. but you know a headline of Silver versus Jones is, yeah it's going to sell yeah no matter where I mean same with GP GSP versus Silver yeah um, so where does DC go from here well, that, that's the tough one because he can't go up to heavyweight and, I mean, he's already fought Jones. But that being said, he's still pretty new into the 205 division, so he's still got a little bit of clearing out that he can do personally before he sort of figured out his next move or whether he's going to fight Jones again or well, yeah, I think he's yeah, sort of stuck. Maybe he looks to the loser of Gustafsson and, and uh, Rumble. Yeah. Um, and as you know, one or two more fights, and then see where the championship's at, and yeah. wants to have another go. Uh, you know, go for the the, the rematch. Um, yeah. Personally, I, I, even though I wasn't impressed with this fight, it wasn't you know something that I'd. I think we'll forget it by the you know this time yeah. next week. Yeah. Um, I still I think they can put on a better show. Yeah. As a um, as a uh, rematch. So yeah, I think so as well. I think now we'll start. I think we didn't see John Jones really get loose in that fight. No, which is kind of scary no. because um, I mean once he I think he was generally considered DC one of the toughest fighters he's fought so far like anticipating that he would be would so be. Yeah. he kind of be a bit more sort of tight a bit more you know conservative in regards to sticking to your game plan and things like that but um, what the scary thing is is that looking through DC's resume and looking at the, the legendary heavyweights that he's fought and yeah. beaten and you think geez, well that's <laughs> Uh, I think I tweeted it. it looks pretty scary for the heavyweights when Jones decides he's going to go up there and have a crack because go down to a division and not do yeah yeah do exactly much. I mean look at he beat who did he beat he beat um, he was a, he was a substitute for the strike force heavyweight championship uh, tournament tournament yeah he threw Josh Barnett around that's right and then, he, then he beat Verdum and there was someone else I think in there he beat I can't remember but you know they're no they're no cans and he yeah. was a nobody then yeah and so you think, well, they're some of the legends of the sport. And that, in that same tournament, that was when um, Verdun beat Fedor as well. And so you're looking at a fairly stacked heavyweight tournament yeah, there. Yeah. I mean, there's not much else that, that was really going around in the heavyweights at that time. Yeah, I, I can't see him going back to heavyweight. Not yet. No. Um, but, you know, the, this is obviously not an easy cut for him. Um, but And what is he, 36, 35, something like that. Yeah, so, yeah, he's you know, he's on. got a few good years left. It's, it's his first loss. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he takes it and uh, what he comes back with. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it was it was actually good to see while the fight was happening, they were actually good sports. They were very professional. And, yeah, there's no problem with that. Yeah, there was no... And they were there, like, they wanted to make sure they were the best on merit and that's it. There wasn't any... Yeah. Even when, like, Jones poked him in the eye and, I mean, you got to expect that in a Jones fight. <laughs> 
But he touched gloves and, you know, that's, that's, that's yeah. all he expects from the fighters. Yeah, and uh, uh, even, you know, Herb didn't step in and stop it straight away with the eye poke. Yeah. Um, uh, DC stepped back and said, hey, I got one here. And they're yeah. like, yeah, fair enough. You know, yeah. it was there. And now back onto it. You see it on the replay. And it looked like it was the only time that um, you know, the eye poke was uh, an issue. Yeah. But one thing I did find funny was at the start of the fight when... Um, uh, Herb Dean's given the you know yeah, uh, yeah, shake yeah. hands and I know what you're gonna say yeah. two security guards holding back DC and an extra couple in there yeah I mean guys they're about to fight for yeah, real what? Yeah. <laughs> you're there you're trying to like if John Jones wanted to punch DC at that point there's fuck all those cunts are gonna do yeah. <laughs> these guys are the best fighter in the world at the moment yeah yeah <laughs> and he's fighting arguably one of the top five top ten best fighters in the world. <laughs> Now we'll chuck old Burley Bill in there and see if he can hold him back and make it look all professional. Oh, you got to wave to the family on TV? Yeah, well, that's true. And I was thinking, like, between everyone in the ring, they're the least people. They've probably got the least amount of training in fighting out of everyone. Those two security guards in their big purple jackets. I don't know. Casino security guards. They get a fair bit in. They yeah, train yeah. every day. Yeah, true. That's it. You've got to knuckle someone in the car park. You're looking after championship belts or um, stacks of chips. Yeah, it's all the same. Yeah, because I always have the same sort of queries about the ones that escort the fighters down the race when they're coming to the the cage who's was, gonna stop yeah exactly right like, well they're gonna you know punch up some bloke in a tap out t-shirt in the crowd yeah well that's true i don't know well i, don't know, I guess when you're in that zone i've never you know been in an mma fight myself so i can't really talk about the anticipation but i would think you're on sort of a nice edge on someone does something wrong you should punch them in the face could happen i think it couldn't be like wouldn't take much to take you off and go sweet this is it knock him out <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping it's uh, at that level. It's sort of a little more professional than that. But yeah. you've seen plenty of uh, guys, you know, go and walk into the ring, um, get their hat nicked or, or their yeah. beanie nicked or something <laughs> get, like that. Get it back. I, I bet there's a few of them that wouldn't mind. You know, just just throw a little sneaky yeah. one in. Well, actually, who was was it? Tim Sylvia in Pride when the person was fighting, they go and touch gloves when the referee was there and gave him a kiss on the cheek, a kiss on the lips. He knocked him out knocked cold. Him out. I don't think it was Tim Sylvia, but it, it definitely did happen. Some of that was like one of the, when you first went into MMA, it was one of the first gifts that was going around. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was a fight and, uh, God, I can, I can even see the guy. He got heaps of tattoos on him. Um, it was in a, a boxing ring. And I think it was in uh, Holland or something. Um, and the ref warned him for stalling. Yeah. And he knocked out the ref. Oh, yeah. Him. I do remember that one. Remember the other opponent? The guy who was winning the fight was the only one who could really stop this guy. Yeah. And he's going, fuck this, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> he's just then, stepped over the ropes and walked away. <laughs> Thank you very much. And that was the end of his career. Yeah. And speaking of that, apparently uh, I was in line, Tim Sylvia officially retired. Yeah, yeah, I've got that down. Uh, we're going to talk about that. But, um, well, we'll go through the card first. And then. Yeah, yeah, go through the card. So, yeah, uh, I think that's about it for the main event. I mean, it was, it got fight of the night. Um, which I think says more about the rest of the card than than really about that main event. Yeah, yeah. Um, fire of the night. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I mean um, it's pretty tough. So co-main event: um, Donald Cerrone versus the undefeated Miles Jury, who is now defeated. Yeah, and um, it was interesting hearing the back to story behind that fight in the the pre-fight sort of build-up where they were saying that. Uh, Miles beat one of Donald's uh, training partners and on the post-fight uh, post-fight interview with Joe Rogan or whoever was doing it at that point he was saying yeah I just whooped that guy pretty easy actually that was one yeah. of the easiest work I've done and Donald went you know what fuck it I don't oh, care who's fight. above me yeah. <laughs> I just beat this dude first yeah pick, pick somebody below him on the rankings um, mm, yep. but you know he's a fighter he wants to fight yeah. um, and it was uh, to me performance of the night yeah yeah I thought so 
I thought, um, yeah, it was close. I thought him and I think Paul Felder definitely deserved it. But um, Donald Cerrone, yeah, I thought he deserved to get paid something, which I'm, sh- I'm yeah. sure he would have backstage. I'm sure he might have got one of the locker room bonuses and those kind of things. And I was saying that's six straight for Cerrone, which is kind of something like crazy. that. Like yeah. that in, in any other sort of division, that earns you a, a title shot. But yeah. in that division, it's just yeah, it's too just, much going on in the yeah, way. There's a lot. Um, there's not a whole lot you can do. But like you're saying, you know, he's a fighter and he wants to fight. So yeah. um, he didn't take any damage. Um, he rarely does too. He yeah. rarely takes much damage in fights. He'll be he'll be back in a you know a couple of months looking for another one. Hopefully yeah. somebody um, ranked higher than him. Yeah. Um. So the first round of that fight, um, you know, he was taken down and then yeah, he got so active off his back. Yeah. Got to the back, locked the in back. the body triangle. Yeah. Um, Rogan was calling it well, you know, telling yeah, him it was. Um, what uh, jury was trying to do, mm. and uh, Cerrone was just did. Yeah, it, it was it dominant it, it was really good to watch, even though he um, was limiting his options and couldn't quite get the finish there. But it was, um, I thought it, it was a ten-eight round, really. Yeah. But because Jury defended so well, that's the only reason I saw it as ten-nine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the rest of it, he just controlled it enough. Yeah, and, and I remember they're saying on the broadcast that they're not even sure if Sony's belted in jiu-jitsu. If he actually trains at one place often oh, enough to get a belt, yeah, he just trains not. mixed martial arts and he's Don't got know if it really, really good matters. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. he's shown that it doesn't matter. It, it was it was great, but it's kind of funny that we're getting to that era of fighters where you haven't trained one martial art, just consistently had one little school that you stayed at to actually get graded. You're just you go there and you you're train. You're now and, a mixed martial yeah, artist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I know there's been some people that have tried to put a belt system into mixed martial arts, and I think even Greg Jackson was one of them. Yeah, he was at some but, stage. I don't know if he's still doing it or not. Yeah. I think they've got a belt system. It's called the rankings. Yeah. That's yeah, all well, you need. At the end of the day, that's what they're fighting for. Yeah. If you're number one, put whatever fucking belt on you want. <laughs> Who gives a <laughs> shit? Yeah, key belt comes yeah, back out. put on all that. But, I mean, there's one belt that matters, and that's bright fucking gold. And the other highlight out of that uh, match was right at the end, the soccer kicks. Yeah. To, to jury when he was down. Jeez, he was winding those up. Were, and, and that's what I was saying on the broadcast, where he's not even trying to hide it. Like no. He was like full on sideways and just talked it and yeah. wrenched it. You say there is telegraphing a, a kick, and then there's telegraphing it. And he yeah. told him, you know, this, that kick started in the second rope before it got, yeah, got yeah. to him. Um, I don't know why we don't see more of it. Somebody yeah, exactly. To, yeah, somebody wants to lay down on their back, just start yeah. kicking. Yeah, and that's why I remember they talked about it before. I've heard Joe Rogan talk about it before. Well, I converse to that when you're actually on your back, you're kicking as a as a more attacking weapon, like as yeah. Inoue used to do. Yeah, in yeah. Pride. And you don't have to do go for the big up kick to the head. You can, you know, still exactly, kick yeah. leg kicks. Actually, I reckon in the last couple of months we've seen leg kicks used more effectively than in the previous two years. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. Actually, so a lot of people have been chopped up. Um, yeah. Even uh, down on, on on this card as well. Um, the the previous fight to that one uh, with um, Nate Market. Mark Martin yeah, his, his legs didn't look too good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and in the previous card, Nate Diaz, I reckon, cops him. Yeah. Beauty from Dos Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, got yeah. chopped up real good. Yeah, so there's been some, you know, leg kicks are back in fashion, which is good. You know, yeah. If you're going to have um, the whole gambit of strikes available to you, it's good to see that they're being used. Yeah, and especially where they've got much more better at using uh, leg kicks as just flick-out leg kicks, almost like a jab. Yep. Where yep. you don't have the power you just need technique yep. your technique will be good enough and you can throw them quick and fast and you know just like a little spacer more or less yeah I'm, I'm going back to um, was it Rockhold and Bisping yeah in the yep. last the little yeah yeah. almost flick jabs to the chin yep. um, brilliant 
Yeah. Because yeah. even if they don't land, you're just interrupting their rhythm and you're making them think about how they're going to attack it. Yeah. you got all those weapons. You, you, it's no point um, having them in your arsenal if you're not going to use them. Yeah. Because even when um, Juru was standing up, you could see Serenity just attacking. It was almost like it was getting it was getting that much sort of angle on it that the back of his thigh was bruised, had a big welt yep. on it. And that's how far he was getting around, how much he was talking those kicks. Yeah. No, it was... Um, uh, I thought... Um, it wasn't fight of the night and obviously it went to a uh, decision so he's not going to get anything there but to me it was yeah. the, the most complete performance. Plus it was like a decision as well I think he always got the rear naked or also an armbar in the la- end of the first round. Uh, so, definitely the rear naked yeah, yeah. yeah they, were, they were tossing around. Um, Pretty sure right before the bell with 10 seconds to go that's when he went for the armbar but it was just too late not yeah. to pull it out. Um, yeah I, I don't know if he was really going to get a finish with that armbar yeah. at, at any stage but it yeah, dominated that first round. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, before that, as you mentioned, was Tavares and Marquardt. Yeah, which... I, wasn't it a bad performance from Tavares? Yeah. I thought. It was a bit of a non-event, really. Crowd, um, yeah, I felt the same as the crowd. Yeah. I just, it was a little bit, yeah, okay. I just felt you got two guys who, well, Marquardt's been around for ages. I'm pretty sure he fought Silver for the title, didn't he, at some point? Yeah, definitely. Was he even like the ultimate fighter two or something? Yeah, something like that. And um, you got Tavares, so I think he was an ultimate fighter as well, wasn't he? Who fighting? You would think they're in a situation where they're fighting for careers and contracts, and yeah. there's really no man's land. You're not you're not getting better. You're not gonna in a position to fight for championships, but you're not really beating anyone to put you in the top ten. Nate Marquardt um, feels a little bit like John Fitch. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sort of, you're getting through fights. Yeah, um, yeah, and that, that doesn't hold you. Yeah, and it reminds me of. Like before, I don't know, did he get cut and brought back or he just missed out for a while? Oh, or yeah. What the sure. fuck he's been doing? He hasn't yeah. been doing anything that I've been paying attention to. So it seems like he hasn't really changed a whole lot. So I thought he'd be much more desperate. But I know he's fighting down a weight division as well. Down at 175, I think. 170 yeah. he was fighting. But I think the weight cut just killed him too much. So he's back up at 185 now. But yeah. yeah I, he could be, you know, again, if just coming towards the end of the journey. Yeah, I think so. Um, and I think in, yeah, if there was a strike force, he'd be going across to there pretty quick well you know there's plenty of other smaller promotions out there but um, uh, you know maybe he needs to have a sit down chat with Joe Rogan and talk about his future <laughs> yeah it could be a new service that, <laughs> yeah. uh, Joe, Joe offers <laughs> yeah. they say he probably get knocked out or make a fuckload of money <laughs> yeah the fight uh, previous fight to that was Horiguchi versus Gordono which um, was the little fucking ninjas yeah. jumping around the cage jeez didn't they go off it reminded me of, of it was like me trying to watch ice hockey I just can't follow the puck where it is, what's going on. All I see is people moving towards an area. I guess it's there. Yeah, I was like watching this fight. Yeah, need need to watch the replay on that one again. Uh, yeah, just to, so we can pause and rewind just a, a few times. Yeah, and um, the the thing about it is that I was I mentioned on Twitter is, I think for the one fifty fives and unders, they should be all be five rounds, just mandatory for five <laughs> rounds because these guys they're fucking ninjas. You know what I mean? A three round fight just doesn't seem enough for them. Like they don't get to display the full, yeah. the full skill set because you don't have that benefit of having fatigue set in or because of that quick, that there's so much, there's so much ducking and weaving and it's effective. So you don't see a lot of contact. Yeah. It would be um, something good to watch. You know, there's a lot of fights um, in the other, especially towards the um, heavier divisions where by the end of round three, they're like, oh, let's just yeah. get to the end. Yeah. And then you see only the championships um, yeah. that go for the five rounds. I think I think those guys could um, do five rounds for the whole career. I don't yeah. think it'll be an issue. Yeah. I, th- I think they'd have, they'd have no worries. And plus, I think a lot of times, you don't see a whole lot of knockouts in those ones, but you'll see really slick submissions, real yeah. slick submissions. And you'll see them early when they're sweaty, but you haven't had a chance to see 
someone pull out like getting beat the fuck out of it and then pulling out that slick submission towards the end of the fight when they're worn out because they don't get worn out yeah yeah. so you, you'll never see like a Anderson Chao or anything like that where a fighter's been dominated for a while and then pulled out a submission in the fifth Is it? yeah and now that I've said that I'm sure someone will post a, a video or something of yeah. happened in <laughs> last week or something yeah. um, uh, but uh, speaking you know uh, if we go back to the main event um, maybe that was uh, some of the difference in that fight as well because uh, I think this is Jones ninth five round fight in a row whereas DC's yeah. only fought once or twice yeah, before so. um, something like that so I mean that that added into that um, to that matchup as well but uh, no it's, it's good to see you know more of the, the little guys um, again it's becoming another stacked division yeah um, and they're good fights to watch I think they're excellent in regards to entertainment and also um, seeing a different skill set than what you're not used to because they just do shit that you just yeah. don't know used to seeing people do um, and you like to see, you know, the the throttles going at full speed all the time, um, and uh, just attack, attack, attack. And yeah, and it seems to be a much more sort of consistent spread of talent across, to say, the top fifteen, as yep. opposed to other other weight categories, which have a far like sort of steeper decline in ability when it comes to the top five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah I mean, some of them. You look at the heavyweight division, and I mean, I don't really know who's going to beat. Kane. Kane. Oh, no one is. And I mean, I, not for a while. If we had it our way, he'd probably just watch Kane versus JDS for a couple yeah, more times. I'm, and I'm happy to watch it. Yeah. yeah. The worst thing is, I really like JDS, and the dude just doesn't go down. Yeah. <laughs> he's just got that good a chin on him. It's just not good for him to have that good a chin. Yeah. He's going to get himself in trouble soon. And it, and it seemed like with his last fight against, um, who was it? Uh, was it Start Mochich? Was it? No, another, another um, Croatian fella. No, I mean, it was. Stipe Mjotic, yeah. It was a really good fight, really close to Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even then, he got a bit of a touching up, and I thought he would have he would have gone a bit better, even though Stipe is apparently a accredited boxer. Like he's had some yeah. sort of titles and stuff. He's but, a, he's but still, he didn't look as crisp and sharp, so I think those two beatings have had a bit of an effect on his speed and ability. Um, yeah, well, you know, he's just uh, he's a little bit in the wrong era. I mean, if he's in any other era, He'd yeah. be, you know, the, the champion for, for ages. Yeah. But, you know, he's got one win over Kane. So, yeah, yeah, and it was a big one. It was the first ever card of Fox. Yeah, the first on, yeah. on live TV. And it ended uh, far too quick for the USC's liking. Yep. <laughs> Dave, Dave, I'm happy about that. But, well, if you don't like it, jump in there yourself. We'll have a crack. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was, they're all um, unanimous decisions on the main card. Yeah, the last one, which was Lombard versus Berkman. And um, that fight was... Was what you expected? It wasn't wasn't what I expected. The result was what I expected. I expected to be a one-sided fight in yeah. Lombard's way, but I was actually really impressed with how Lombard, not not the way he fought, but the way he didn't fight, if that makes okay. sense. Okay, how so? Because he's usually very aggressive and you seen him be a bit in, impatient and get a bit frustrated when he can't just, you know, bum-rush people, you yeah. know what I mean? But this one, Berkman did some. He did a real clever thing where he'd, he'd do a push kick, push punch off the cage. If that makes sense. Where yep, he's yeah, on yeah. his back to the cage, and and that's where um, Hector's been deadly in his last fights, where he puts people against the cage, and then he can get grips to throw to the ground, or yeah. then he starts boxing inside. And it doesn't matter if you block one of those punches; it yeah, still it still, <laughs> still hurts. Yeah. yeah. And so Berkman did that a couple of times, where he just push off the fence and and throw almost like a Superman punch, and none of them landed. But I put enough doubt into Hector's mind that when he's against the fence, he's like not sure whether he can just go full out attack. And I think it was a credit to Lombard on being able to resist that that urge just to go full yeah. out and maybe cop one and and lose. Yeah, 
Well, I mean, you and being able to um, adapt as the fight goes on. Yeah, do that. You know that. Um, yeah, yeah. I could do what I usually do here, but I might have to keep the hands up just a little bit longer, just in case. Yeah, you don't want to see something flying through. Well, there was one point where Berkman had his hands down by his side and was sort of against the fence, and Lombard was like, well, "I don't need to come to you. You know, I'm yeah. winning this fight. You're gonna stand and put your hands down, but at the end of the day, you're gonna knock me out, not the other way around." Yeah, yeah. Once you got the points on the board. Yeah. So it seemed like a much more smarter Lombard that came out to fight. And well, that, that's good because I mean he's he's been around for a while now, Lombard. Yeah, yes. Even you know, um, been around the UFC for a while. Yeah. Um, it'd be good to see him making a a real charge to try and um, you know, crack in. Yeah. Know, and the, Josh Berkman, on the other hand, so he's he's done his first fight back in the UFC after got being cut, and it wasn't impressive at all. Yeah. I don't know if he's had a bit of ring rust or what it was, but he seems it seemed like he did a very good job on convincing Lombard that he wasn't fucked. Yeah, for like after halfway through the first round, because he was knackered, <laughs> he couldn't do shit. Well, I mean, he's he's fighting, you know, one of the scariest you know, beasts in that division. He is an absolute machine. If you yeah. look at him, it looks like the He-Man dolls just to play with when you're yeah. little. That's what it looks like. He's that ripped. Yeah, it's been said about him for his whole career. He looks like he belongs in the weight division above. Yeah, and I'm I'm sure his post-fight interview was was interesting, but I understand a fucking word he said. I had no <laughs> idea what he said. Yeah, well, yeah, hopefully he gets another chance anyway. Well. You'd be thinking with Lombard, I mean, he's got that Australian connection. I think we've already claimed him as Australian. I'm pretty yeah. sure that's already uh, been passed. I, I think he does have citizenship. Oh, okay. Well, if he doesn't, then it's probably just waiting for him when he gets here next time. <laughs> and, and um, So I, I would be really, really surprised if we didn't see... I'd like to see him fight Torian Woodley. That would be an awesome fight. Yep. If not, I'd like to see him fight for the title that Eddie had when they do the opening. 193. 193, yeah. Yeah, I, th- I like think it's UFC 193. I was yeah. sort of mean, I mean, that's um, November. So that's uh, you know, 11 months away. He, yep. He's probably at that decision. Like, do you have a fight in between? Yeah. Um, yep. yeah maybe he does, but, you know, he's. Um, I don't think he got a medical suspension after this fight. So No, I'd be surprised if he did. Yeah. Um, so he's probably going to have a couple of weeks off and then just see where he's at and decide where the next fight is. Yeah. And I suppose it will depend on um, Dana and what he's got planned for that division as well because, I mean, it's not really an easy division to get fights in these days because it's pretty hot, top-end loaded yeah. with, with good Very fighters. Much, and, yeah. and you haven't had anyone... Well, Robbie Willola, they've already flagged um, to fight Hendricks for the third one. Yeah. And yeah. then you've got Hector Lombard sitting outside those two. So yeah. he's probably one more fight away. I would think so, yeah. And I think oh yeah, I have a lot to do with timing. It seems like they needed to fight maybe a couple of months ago or a couple of months in the future. I like to see him um, fight, you know, a Woodley in, um, let's say, April, May. Yeah, well, May. and the thing is, in, in the title picture, that would kind of make sense. But you've got Rory McDonald there as well, who just destroyed Woodley. So, if and then, it's, yeah, it seems like you'd have to have maybe... Well, how about Rory and Hector for number one and yeah. then winner... Faces off down at Etihad Stadium in November against yeah. uh, Robbie or Hendricks. That would make sense. I that, mean, that's a good headline card. Bloody oath, that, and that makes sense to me. The only thing is, is that, and I mean, well, Rory's been hanging out and promised that that title fight for for I think the last couple of fights now. But what can you do? So I kind of feel sorry that he that he probably does deserve next shot and not fighting off the middle, but straight off. But what can you yeah. do? What can you do? Know, that's the nature of the beast and. Then they pay to be a fighter, so you know, and you know, at, at that end, they're paid well, yeah, so. exactly. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure Rory doesn't struggle since I mean, any Canadian that that's up there with a chance, they sell out those stadiums yeah, yeah. Up, in, up in Canada, so I wouldn't feel too sorry for him. 
Okay, so that's the main card. There's a couple of nice knockouts on the uh, undercard. Yeah, there was. Well, there was two nice knockouts. And um, the first one, we got went to the the real heavyweights, yeah. <laughs> the, ones who, the ones who got a cut to make heavyweight. <laughs> we had Sean Jordan who knocked out Jared Cannon, Cannonier. Cannonier. Interesting uh, knockout. It was an interesting knockout. It seems like, I mean, you can't really really tell unless you've been in that situation, but it seemed like just a glancing one, but in that spot behind the ear. And yeah, sort of down he went. But I think even um, Jordan was a little bit... Yeah. Oh, okay, he's down. Is he all right? Yeah, I mean, and then he did a backflip after that. I've seen him do the backflip before. <laughs> that was pretty crazy. Um, to be honest, he's done better backflips. Yeah. This one, he's a little bit out. Yeah, I'm um, so impressed that anyone that size can do a backflip. Yeah, yeah, it's not a bad effort at all. Um, on that, uh, if we... Again, I'm going back to the main event. Um, John Jones does his one-handed cartwheel into yeah. the ring. Yeah. Not really that impressive. No, no, not I, really. I think just jog on. Yeah, just, just get in there. Anyway, back to Sean Jordan's knockout, uh, TKO win. Um, yeah, yeah. Got, got the job done. That was about it. I mean, it wasn't really mean the fight didn't go for that long, but it was never going to be a, 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 a skillful fight. No, <laughs> at least they got a highlight out of it. Yeah, it was going to be a toe-to-toe and... You know, if if there had been you know any result in the main card, that one probably would have got stuck in there as a filler yeah. with along with the Paul Felder fight. Yeah, it's almost a shame for him that he didn't um, you know get the sponsors bump. Yeah, which um, which brings on to the other knockout, which actually got a performance of the night as well, along with um, Sean Jordan. On that note, it's kind of funny that two two cards on the undercard got performance of the night. Yeah, yeah. But Paul, well, Paul Felder versus Danny Castillo. Apparently, Paul Felder was supposed to fight someone else on the undercard, but then Danny Castillo's um, opponent dropped out, and so he jumped up to fight that one. That's what I heard anyway. But um, Paul Felder looked ridiculously good standing up. Yep. He's just so tight and technical, and you couldn't really fault a lot of, of what he did. And we thought we were going to see some spinning back fists on this card, and we did. Yep, yep. Just not where we thought they were coming from. No. And I don't think he saw it land either. No. I can't remember. I think it was Berkman might have had the best missed spinning, spinning <laughs> back fist. It was like, it was a 720 spinning back fist and wow. then on the ground. It was awesome how excited he was to do that one. It just didn't hit shit. <laughs> it was like that uh, the guy, yeah, the meme going around the big ultra heavyweight going for the Superman punch off the oh, yeah. and <laughs> yep. didn't quite make it but he went for it yep. it sounds like yeah a bit, a bit the same for Berkman like, yeah like the guy who does that front roll kick whatever the fuck you call it he's <laughs> <laughs> nowhere near his opponent but um, yeah then then Felder and they were saying his background was Taekwondo and Muay Thai, Muay Thai. So, okay. so he's very quick with his hands and feet and very well adapting to different positions and he just got caught out of position with his back facing um Who's he fighting? Danny Castillo. And just at that moment, just made that split decision to just throw that back fist and, and, and landed it clean. Hit, hit the home run. Yeah, you can't really do it much better than that, especially where on like the, the hand and wrist where it hit. It's just yep. perfect. And it, it wasn't a knockdown. Let's, uh, you know, no. let's get in there and finish it. No, it was no. lights out. It was, it was a knockdown taxidermied style. Yeah. One. It was just, he was stiff as a board, and not he, going anywhere. And he was happy about it too. But uh, geez, the ref did a lot of work to get in there. I reckon. <laughs> you see, I think it was the Eva Bean or something like that, diving in for the bleachers yeah. more or less. Yeah, he had to go for the second dive just to make sure. Yeah, so to be honest, I think Paul Felder was the most impressive on the whole entire card. I think for me, he was the he was the one that that you're just like, wow, that's that's a fight. Yeah, yeah, that was really impressive. Um, yeah, and hopefully um, made a, a big enough show um, yeah. to get to, you know up the card for the next next fight wherever yeah. he ends up. Yeah, and that, that really sticks Danny Castillo in no man's land as well. I don't really know what you can do with him next. Yeah, I think he, I don't think he drops, um, you know, out of uh, out of mind for this yeah. one, but um, he certainly doesn't move up. Yeah, um, so he's probably going to have to you know win another fight like that one. 
Yeah, and speaking of sort of in no man's land, we had um, Evan Dunham versus Rodrigo Dam, who Rodrigo was on the uh, Brazilian Ultimate Fighter, and he came in with good jiu-jitsu credentials. Not that you would know from the fight, because I no. did not see him even well, pretend to know jiu-jitsu. Well, Dunham's a, a black belt as well, so he's got a, yeah, a, yeah. a nice pedigree. But yeah, um, true. You, yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't have mind if they decided to put um, their, their belts against each other. Yeah. But it um, didn't happen. Especially after Dunham's just touched him up for two and a half rounds. So then uh seemed like Rodrigo Dam decided he's going to beat himself up for a couple of seconds as well. Yeah, <laughs> why not? land to his own face and... <laughs> Well, I mean, if it's the only good punches you're going to get in, yeah. Yeah, but I always find it funny when the person who's getting the shit kicked out of them tries to go to the other person into starting the fight. And it's like, it's like they've been fighting, dude. For, yeah. Like, where have you been? What have you been watching? They started two and a half rounds ago. Yeah, yeah. How about you come in? You just you start swinging some punches, pretending you know what you're doing. And yeah, and for the other card, uh, the other fight was uh, Cody Gabrant versus Marcus Brimage. And I mean, Cody Gabrant ended up knocking him out at the end, but it was a pretty one-sided fight. Brimage yeah. didn't really have a lot and. I was surprised to how much of a, a size disadvantage there was. I thought Brimage was a bit, bit bigger than that, to be honest. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, a bit of a shame there, too, because I, I, I don't mind Brimage in the way yeah. he goes about it. But, yeah. Um, yeah, not tonight. No, and, yeah, to be honest, I didn't see the first two um, no, the Facebook fights. Fights, Facebook fight and the, well, the fight, pass, fight pass fight now. But apparently the uh, Marion Renault versus Alexis de Fresne was just an absolute shame of fight. I mean, yeah, the, the divisions are still very young. So yeah. they're still trying to um, get enough contenders in there. and um, yeah. yeah, and I'm sure it makes people glad that Gabby Garcia fight didn't go ahead because yeah. otherwise it's probably <laughs> been the second most lopsided fight ever for the women. And yeah, the other fight was Amari Akhmedov versus Mats Nilsson. And um, obviously, Akhmedov won because his last name's Akhmedov. Yeah. We haven't seen much of the Russians do shit this year. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, his first card of the year, but yeah, you mean recently? Oh, yeah, recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, that old chestnut. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, an, an underwhelming start to the year for the USC. Yeah. And, but, I mean, as far as the, the, the main fight, which they sold everything on, they've yeah. set themselves up. So, I mean,. You've probably got another fight out of John Jones at 205 in there, so it's yeah, not, not all yeah. lost. And Cormier, oh, well, it's just it's hard what you do with him because he's he's definitely really, really good. But he, he, he I, like I said, I, I'd watch a rematch, but he, he didn't know one. Yeah, for me, like the way I, the way I looked at it, I thought, I, th- I thought if these guys fight 10 times, Jones wins. Eight nine times, yeah, out of ten, yeah. it feels like that. Um, you know, or, originally this was meant to be the rematch with Gustafsson anyway. Yeah, so yeah. Um, at least he he stood up and took the fight. And, yeah, well, then, know, it was, then it became one that everyone wanted to see. That's right. It wasn't going to be Gustafsson. There was going to be a rematch with Vitor. Yeah, yeah. and all that sort of business so, happened. So yeah, I, I think. Um, uh, Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, 
you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Cormier is probably going to have to wait a little bit longer for the next one, or he goes back to heavyweight. I, I don't think he wants to go back to heavyweight. No, I don't think so, only because it's, it's only so far he can go because he's not going to fight Kane full stop. Yep. So it seems like it has to stay there. Yeah, and, and I don't think the belt's going to move off Kane for a while. No, and that's what I was saying with um, him versus Jones. I thought if he's going to win one, it'll be this one, and then Jones win the rematch, get the belt back because he'll yeah. learn his lessons, but he didn't need to. I don't, I don't see Jones putting in a worse performance next time, if that makes sense. Yep. No, okay. So if, if that wasn't good enough to get him across the line, I don't see another rematch being any different. So that's the first uh, UFC pay-per-view for the year out of the, out of the way. Uh, Fortnite's time, we've got um, our, our favourite Connor versus oh, yeah. uh, Siva um, fighting over in uh, in, in Europe land. That's um, right. It's filming in Ireland, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah. Um, no, 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 it's not at all. Sorry. It? It's in Boston, which is part oh, of yeah, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Boston's Maybe, half yeah. Ireland. Yeah. Um, so, so way more south of Mayo County or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting fight. Do, do you see Siva getting close? Um, well... Not really. I think Siva definitely has potential, but his last couple of fights haven't really been impressed. I think yep. he had a little bit of a run there where he was really sort of making waves for himself, but he, sort of stalled a bit. He, he stopped um, uh, George Sideropoulos from making a real um, charge at yeah. the belt, and that was probably four or five years ago now. Yeah, that's right. Um, so he's he's been there and thereabouts since then, but yeah. you, you feel like it's um, he, he's now a bit of a gatekeeper. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I definitely agree with that. It seems seems that at one point he had the skills there, but the people around him just got so much yeah. better, and he's just he just can't keep up with him. I don't think, he's, but he's definitely one that's going to put on a hard fight, and he can win any fight he's in because yep, yep. he's got he's yeah. got the ability to knock anyone out. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But and I can't remember what his background. He's might be a judoka or something like that, or no uh, kickboxing, or no, I can't remember. But yeah, he's, you just look at the dude and yeah. Yeah, fucking huge. There's a lot to a lot of muscle packed into a very small frame. Yeah, but um, you know, uh, I think especially the UFC wants Connor to to, to win this one because yeah. he he's turning himself into a, yeah. a superstar, and um, they want him to win this and probably one more before he starts looking at uh, at some big title fights. Yeah, well, I think I think if he wins this one, then he'll be fighting uh, Josie Aldo. Yeah. Full stop. I think Dana was. Pretty excited to do it ASAP, but they see the value in having one more fight and really getting to ramp it up because yep. you can you can always book a fight on talk, but I think we saw what happened with Chael there. It's just sort Sometimes of, it's, yeah. yeah, all sort of backfired and <laughs> you can never really be too sure what the other people are doing. So with Connor, I think you want to make sure that he's definitely not just a bit of talk and you can back it up and I think we'll find that there's no doubt in that. Uh, so you pick Connor? Yeah, I think that'd be fun. Yeah, um, not a bad card either. Um, I think probably the better fight would be uh, Benson Henderson and Eddie Alvarez. Oh, that'll be an awesome fight. Yeah, and I think Alvarez definitely has a great resume, and and Benson, he's one that he's had a couple of losses, and he needs to refine, regain that form that he, he, sort he of get the title. Yeah, he looked unbeatable for yeah, for a while there. He did um, until he lost, uh, you know, um, convincingly back to back. But uh, this is a chance for him to, um, you know, get back on the winning track and, and stamp himself as a um, headline pay-per-view worthy fighter. Yeah, and the, and the thing is, 
it, what what worries me with him in that division is that he got out smoothed by um, Showtime when he yeah. got armbarred, and yeah. he, he pretty much Showtime did to him what Benson does to other people, and he did it better than what Benson does. Yeah, uh, and and did it well. That there was you know, obviously with it with an armbar, he tapped out. Uh, was it even round one? Yeah, um, sure. There's there's no two ways. You got beat. Yeah, yeah, um, exactly. It, it's a humbling experience, especially for somebody that's. Um, dominated with his wrestling yeah um yeah but uh it'd be good to see how he um you know can come back now and uh hopefully stake a claim that um he he's, wants to be a contender again yeah and you can just see by by him that he's definitely got the dedication to yeah, to get yeah. back to that point there's he, no he, no two ways about that he's a he's a competitor and he loves to win yeah know, looks like it doesn't matter what it's at yeah <laughs> he wants to win um otherwise we're going to see him probably go off the middle morris and those kind of things um, yeah which were pretty cool man have you seen yeah. the size of his thighs yeah, yeah, yeah fucking huge man imagine having those fucking guard um and the uh the other um fight which is a little bit disappointing was going to be um philippu and uriah hall oh, that's um, right, but yeah. philippu's um pulled out yeah um so uriah's got uh lewis taylor um i, th- I think uriah's already apologized as well to everybody yeah <laughs> the fight not working out for the fight not working out yeah. um we need to see something from him, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. Um, we, we've seen him roundhouse kick a, a punching bag at, at an yeah. arcade, which is, you know, that's lovely. Um, but if you notice, he didn't even get the record yeah, um, in, yeah. in that. We need to see something from him. One of the most hyped fighters ever coming out of the Ultimate Fighter house. Yeah. Just haven't seen it from him. And it seems like he's just too nice of a guy. He seems way too nice. I don't know. Too nice or just too confident. It's... <laughs> I don't know that comfortable confidence that um, he he knows he's good, but he hasn't he hasn't shown it yet. Yeah, he's just he like he's got all the talents talent that's necessary, all the potential that's necessary, but he just doesn't seem like he has that killer, killer. inside him. Yeah, he yeah, just doesn't seem like ruthless enough. And I know we've spoken about it before. It's it's a little bit of the same with Jonathan Brookins. Had all the tools, yeah, but yeah, um, again lacking that killer instinct, but. Um, I, you want to see it from your eye because yeah. you know, those knockouts in the house are still some of the best knockouts we've yeah, ever definitely. seen under the USC banner. And like on the flip side of that, it seems like John Jones has like that sort of um, conflict inside himself where he has that killer inside him and he's not comfortable with being a killer like that yeah. where he tries to want to be perceived as a nice person. It's like, dude, you're a fucking fighter and you're good at it. Like, yeah. It's all right to be angry and it's all right to act like a bit of an asshole because you knock motherfuckers out for a living. That's what you do. That's what you do. And, yeah, you do it well. And yeah, you're going to say, there's not many people on the face of the planet that do it as well as you do that's it so i think yeah that's the two sides of that coin no yeah on on that with jones i don't buy into that hype uh the the hate i should say um Mm. i I want to see fight at the same time i wanted to i wanted dc to win this one just to see that jonathan uh john jones was beatable yeah Um, yeah exactly but he didn't yeah and i don't think he's beatable yeah me too because what what really not concerned me but i thought oh shit is that if dc doesn't win and like who, I said at the start, who's who's going to try to have a yeah, way? I mean, and, and Dana White said it in the post-match um, as well. Anytime that you start to think there are no more contenders, somebody pops up. Because, I mean, Anderson Silva felt this way for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and then Chael came in and, and scared him. And we thought, oh, there's somebody. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he dispatched him. Um, and then Weidman, uh, Weidman came along um, and, yeah. you know, beat him twice. Hmm. Um, it's just it's the way it happens. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, you know, somebody else can come up and challenge. 
Well, that's it. And the thing is with Anderson, there was a long period where no one really did challenge him for ages. No. Yeah, we started <laughs> doing dance moves. Fuck around for a while, yeah. And yeah. Trying um, to make up some other reason why he had to make a fight last longer than the first round. Yeah. Um, um, you know, and GSP was a little bit different, uh, but on the same token, you know, it was just who's going to beat him. Um, yeah. Yeah. I remember going to that Koshek fight. We thought maybe Koshek can, can do something. Yeah. But it was just embarrassing it was five rounds that didn't yeah, have him five rounds of getting jabbed to death <laughs> that's yeah. it and then Hendricks I, you know you can make an argument that Hendricks um, could have won that fight but um, yeah. George by all accounts you know a lot of off um, outside the ring um, issues as well as I, I think the, the tolls are starting to yeah yeah to add up I think yeah he's starting to not not get punch drunk but get a bit little bit of um, confusion if that makes sense where the little things don't, don't start adding up and yeah yeah um, you know getting abducted by aliens and stuff like that yeah um, that's the stuff you where, start to worry and, and that's the thing where it's it's time's gone missing and you, you don't know where that time's gone and the only thing you can associate it with is aliens yeah it's like common sense would tell you maybe get punched in the face probably did it yeah the, uh, again um, sit down and have a chat to old Uncle Joe yeah <laughs> yep. maybe it's time to ride off into the sunset yeah, and that's it. you can see Joe getting fired by the UFC real quick. <laughs> Get all their top <laughs> fighters tired, tired everyone. <laughs> oh well, I'm I'm sure there's going to be ninety percent of them won't listen. Yeah, and I mean, the older I've got, the more I've realised that Joe Rogan knows a thing or two about life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And especially when it comes to the fighting game, mm-hmm. yeah, you might want to listen. Yeah, um, and that's the other thing about Joe is that what kind of annoys me is that he still play a bit coy about the fighting game, where he's like, you know, I mean. I've never fought or anything, and I think he's at that point now where you're allowed to call yourself an expert. Yeah, yeah, There's absolutely. Not anyone who's seen, well, he says only Joe Stewart is the only person seen more mixed martial arts fights than him on the planet. Oh, I reckon Henzo. Oh yeah, probably <laughs> Henzo, probably Henzo. <laughs> and um, so yeah, I just I just wish Joe wouldn't be so hesitant to call himself or just say, look, I'm an expert at this shit. I know what I'm talking about. Well, with the sit down with Shaw, I think he, it's different because it's a friend. Oh yeah, um, yeah. but yeah, it, but it's, yeah. Not, it's not only that instance, but I've I've heard it quite a bit. But I think at that point, it's okay to call yourself an expert now because you are. Well, you know I mean, he's a martial artist, and with that comes um, a, a modicum of modesty. Yeah, and I that's think true. that comes out. And he's talking to guys that have actually done it. Yeah. at the highest level. Yeah. But anyway, that's how it goes. Um, and that leads us to the next UFC pay per view, which is 183, which is headlined with the return of Anderson Silva and uh, Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz, yeah. So the return of both. Um, all I can say is I hope Nick Diaz puts up a better show than Nate. Yeah, I hope he trains and shows up and and actually looks like he wants to fight because yeah. I mean you, you're fighting Anderson Silva. I yeah, mean, he, he's he's not gonna make it an easy night for him. Yeah, do you, don't, you don't really see Anderson do decisions. <laughs> See, you can knock for a the while. fuck out or you can knock him out. Um, now, just, do you give Nick a chance? Yeah, I mean, no, nah, I don't. No. no. <laughs> no. Um, I, like, I agree with you. I just, I, I want him to see him actually look like he wants to be there. Yeah. Now, unlike yeah. Nate. Um, yeah. And not just punching a time clock. Yeah. I think, I think Nick will definitely give him everything he has. But I just think Nick's usual way of winning where he'll just punches in bunches you find a counter puncher. So yeah. that's exactly what he wants you to do. You start yeah. doing that, sweet. Do you think we're going to see Silver with the hands down dodging with the head again? Yep. Yeah, you reckon yep. that's just the way I he is? I think that's just Anderson Silver. Yeah, good. That's just the way it is. And the, and the thing is, it's worked for him this far. I mean, like you said before, yeah, when he does, when it works, he's a genius. When it doesn't, he's idiot. got knocked out with his hands by his side. It'll be interesting the first leg kick gets thrown if uh, Nick checks it, um, yeah. how, how Anderson's going to do. Yeah. 
Um, I, th- I think we'll see Anderson throwing a lot more head kicks yeah. than leg kicks. Yeah, I mean, will he be confident enough to throw? But, you know, at the end of the day, it's what he does best. Yeah, and I think if you really, if Nick's really serious, he's got to try and get him to the ground. But we've seen how that sort of works. He's the spider. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's more hard, harder than, I don't know what it looks like. And the, the advantages that Nick enjoys over people in his division, he won't have over Anderson. So that'll make it a lot no, harder. It, like, he won't, he won't have a jab that creates space for him because it's yep. going to put him in the right in the firing line of Anderson. That's where he wants yeah, to have right that, jab, program, that yeah. jab rage. Um, and I think uh, Misha Tate's on that card as well. Which, yeah, um, Misha, who's she fighting? Someone took Hoffman, is it? I, I think it is. Yeah, that yeah. should be a cracker. Um, yeah, but at the same time, you feel like she's the JDS of her division. Yep, yep, very it's much. just the way it is. Yeah. Lovely girl, man. Love hearing her, love watching her fight. Yep. Learning about her. She's just not going to be Ronda. <laughs> she's not going to be Ronda. Nope, second best in the world. Yeah, and I mean, it's always going to be hard, but I'd love to see a case for Ronda fighting a couple of guys. Because <laughs> 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 I reckon she'd be able to fuck a couple of them up, man. Uh, yeah. Like, just trying to get a guy to agree to fight a girl ain't going to happen, you know what I mean? Um, Actually, no, there'll be some people do it for the right purse, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple of done it in, uh, in amateur. <laughs> I'm sure it's, yeah, it's in Brazil. And <laughs> yeah. Well, um, Rampage Jackson's been signed back, maybe. Yeah, and that's what are you going to do with him? Yeah, very interesting. Um, I've got to admit, caught me by surprise. Yeah, when the UFC announced they've re-signed Rampage, and and I've noticed the UFC have made a little habit of making announcements during their Fox broadcast. Yep, kind of mean, reminds me of the Fox News will have their like breaking or their fire alert or whatever the fuck it is. Their yep. news alert, red alert, whatever it is. And it seems like they're making a habit of it. I tell you what, if they sign somebody during a car chase, then <laughs> yeah. I think we know they've gone full retard. Well, well, they have that chance to rampage, but <laughs> but but the, the thing is, none of the none of the the announcements have been worthy of this whole build up. And oh my god, really? Well, I don't know. CM Punk was was big. Um, yeah, I, I guess and, being in Australia where pro wrestling isn't isn't huge, isn't like, as big, yeah, yeah. but you can see that it's what is it? It's been a month now. Really, yeah. and yeah. still being talked about. And yeah. Everybody is, has had their say about yeah. it. So you got to say, okay. Um, and he doesn't have a fight booked. <laughs> no, exactly. He, he, he's only just chosen where he's going to train, and that's huge news. <laughs> yeah, um, which is just phenomenal. Yeah. Um, how far out they've called the shots. On yeah, this one. But, exactly. I mean, in, in in the the way things are now, you can't keep a secret that long. Yeah, so exactly. It, it is amazing that they yeah. um, they, they got to announce it. Um, but uh, yeah Rampage coming back um, got no idea who he's going to come back to fight no. um, I can't see him going into title contention no I don't think he'll ever be in the title contention I don't think he, I'm not sure if even he's interested in that I think he's more about putting on payday showcases sort yeah, of. yeah I mean, I mean, he's him, still sell a card him I'd love to see him versus Glover Teixeira that'd be a great fight yeah yeah but it'd just be a stand up kind of war yeah but um, with, no. the, with the same idea with him versus uh, King Mo, which yep. kind of turned out a bit of a farce, but whatever. Yeah, that's the way it goes. There's um, not really a whole lot you can you can do with him. And the thing about Rampage is he wants to sit up, stand up, and and just trade trade gloves. But he's he's a wrestler. You know? He's wrestled in college, and that was his background. And I think like, well, remember back in especially in the Pride days and early UFC, he was known as um, the guy that is going to slam you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, when's the last time we saw a slam from? No, we saw him almost slam somebody. Machida, Machida, yeah, then yeah. He jumped up out of it, um, but not it, for ages. Yeah, Machida jumped out, and um, even though that uh, rampage won that as a controversial decision, I didn't think I didn't see any controversy in it. Yeah, I thought he won two rounds. Yeah, so did I. Um, yeah, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see who's going to fight. But um, 
he when he left the UFC last time, he said that um, he was getting bad fights. You know, they're putting him against uh, yeah, grapplers yeah, and that yeah, kind of stuff. So, it. be interesting if uh, what was said behind closed doors before he signed this yeah. one. Uh, yeah, I think it, the only way he'd come back. I think he's he knows he's not in title contention, and what yeah. the work's going to take to get in title contention. We're is, not going to see him fight John Jones him. again. Yeah, and so I think I think he'd be happy fighting just the people that he wants to fight for big events because he knows how to sell a card. He knows how yeah. to sell a fight. And put him in the ultimate fighter, I'll watch it because he's fucking hilarious. Yeah, he's a horrible coach, but he's oh, good to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's better than Frank Shamrock, but. <laughs> Whoa, but, but just. <laughs> was, it, was a check. Frank Shamrock, who didn't even have a jiu jitsu coach. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, fuck it. What's jiu jitsu? Nah, fuck that. In the season with uh, coach against Tito, Tito's guys are doing two a days and three a days, and, <laughs> yeah. and Shamrock's going out to the driving range. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need to relax, guys. I'm like, yeah, we're fucking relaxed. <laughs> Falling asleep. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's bizarre. Um, the the only thing I can think of is again UFC signing everyone because they've got the 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 bank to do it, uh, yeah. and you're just stopping your you know any competitors yeah. to try and get a leg up. Having said that, you know, I think it's just restricting the competitors' market share because it's not going to grow the UFC's market share, but put that on the other people's roster, it could make a difference to them. But I mean, the the, the other the other people's roster has had him. For, yeah. for a little while now yeah. and it didn't really make waves well yeah that's sort of I would have thought as well but I mean maybe, must have some plan or maybe they're really trying to starve everyone else and maybe they want him in the back rooms you know but yeah, I, I don't understand why either, but yeah that's why I mean goes. the only thing is like I think of is that he's a personality that is very very entertaining and so there could be more to it he's still yeah maybe maybe a, another ultimate fighter gig but I mean I don't, I don't know, if, if I was rocking up to the next Ultimate Fighter and I found out Rampage was my coach, I wouldn't be over the moon. No, no, but no. N- you never know. Yeah. Um, I mean, to be honest, I don't think they're really concerned about that. They're concerned about people watching the show. Yeah, yeah, you, you still got to get people to, to watch, don't you? Um, maybe it's about time they um, you know, shook it up and did a um, second chance Ultimate Fighter again, yeah. you know, like they did the year that uh, Matt Serra won. And that's the thing, everyone like, Matt Serra is synonymously brought up with GSP about that fight not only yeah. changing Matt Serra but changing GSP and that's all born out of the ultimate fighter yeah so I'm surprised it's taken this long to do an, to, yeah it was the first time they tried the second chance yeah um, ultimate fighter and it was a great success I thought yeah, and I they thought. haven't done it again yeah don't know why and and the thing is now you've got more people who are more legitimate chances of, of having an opportunity whereas before like in that series you knew Matt Serra was going to win that and it, it felt like it early on yeah um, you had no clue who was going to beat GSP though yeah exactly <laughs> Um, uh, it seemed like uh, Sarah was always training the other people. More or less. No, he was a great coach in that season, yeah. and uh, even uh, later on against Matt Hughes when he was coach, he was a great coach. Yeah, then. yeah, um, uh, one of the best cornermen going around. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, his whole camp is just going crazy at the moment. Yeah, I mean, him, he's got uh, Chris Wyburn with the belt, uh, a few other people coming in there, and it's him and uh, Ray Longo, I think, doing all the training there, doing an excellent job. It's good to see um, because mm. it looks like one of the nicest blokes going around. Um, yeah, and um, you know, and he showed on those shows that he's got um, a lot up up top that um, he can share. Um, yeah, so it's good to see that it's been put to use, and you'll have a career. And he just seems like one of your mates. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's awesome. Yeah, you, you'd watch a fight with down the pub, pub or something, and a couple of cold ones. Um, so with comebacks, uh, the other end of it is the retirement. So we um, highlighted it earlier on in the show that uh, Tim Sylvia's uh, pulled the pin. Yeah. Um, Weighed in at three seventy, 
370. Hang on, maybe I've got that wrong. No, you're probably right. <laughs> no, it, it, yeah, anyway, it's about 168 kilo. Jesus Christ. Um, and uh, the Indian um, uh, tribe that was uh, sanctioning the fight made him do every test under the sun um, really? before the fight happened. And the official reason why they pulled him out of the fight was there was complications in the MRI. Okay. Um, but uh, he, he's... Uh, there's probably complications fitting him inside the MRI machine. Um, when he stepped on the scales, the scales only went to 350. So yeah. I, I think they had to change the scales to get get an accurate reading. Far out. Um, but, uh, <coughs> I mean, he's a big boy. He's six, six foot nine or something. But, oh, he's played huge. Um, and a former, you know, UFC heavyweight champion. Uh, once he's or twice. been popped before as well, hasn't he? Sorry? Been popped before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the reason he gave for being popped was he was trying to lose weight <laughs> as yeah. well. So, um, you know, there's a lot of speculation and stuff like that, but you just hope that he's doing okay. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, it, my favorite Tim Sylvie moment, like most, when he shat himself inside the cage. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate, you know, you, you shit yourself once. Um, yeah. I have heard that um, he got paid, uh, or he banked a million when he fought um, Fedor. Really? Um, and when I say banked, I mean put it away. So I, I hope he has <laughs> yeah. put it away. I hope there's the, you know, the rumors are true. I mean, even if you got a million bucks out of the KGB, you'd want to put it somewhere safe. <laughs> you want to make sure that somebody yeah. else has counted it first. Yeah. So. <laughs> I'd be happy I just got it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, he was heavyweight champion um, in the UFC at a time where the heavyweight division wasn't that well respected. But, no, but there were some absolute killers in there just rooted up to the eyeballs yeah. and people who <laughs> would seriously days. just kill you. Um but, I mean, when he was holding the belt was when uh, Randy Couture rang up Dana and said, I think the heavyweight division's right for the picking. I'll come back for that. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, uh, not long after that, we had Frank Mir and uh, Brock Lesnar and those kind of guys. Yeah. That, um, now it's legit again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, um, sad to see him go out like this because um, I think in the last four or five years, he's fought at God knows how many different... Um, yeah. Uh, ...organisations. But, uh, yeah, weighing it at 371 and being declared medically unfit to fight is uh, not a good way to go out yeah that's almost unfit for life <laughs> it's like you made some serious changes yeah especially i mean fighting where he's fighting i'm pretty sure they're lenient in the medical department yeah, which is a, a bit amazing that <laughs> yeah. um yeah i i reckon uh, a donkey might have replaced him yeah, yeah like in those ones you almost need to be facing immediate death for them to say now can you last the fight yeah. out <laughs> Yeah. Well, anyway, um, full marks to them. If, if they saw, you know, they did all the tests, you know, eyes and MRIs, yeah. and um, and they said there's something not right. So yeah. Anyway, hopefully he rides off into the sunset. And yeah, I mean, to be honest, that's one for common sense, really. Yeah. Um, in a in, in a um, sport or you know um, that isn't known for it at, at many times. Yeah. Yeah. Not a sport. I shouldn't really say that, but. Um, yeah, with those um, reservations, there's a yeah. yeah, like I say, can be dodgy at times, but it looks like it's good to see they made the the right call. And yeah, just actually taking someone's welfare ahead of the purse you're going to make. Yeah, <laughs> and let's face it, you know there would have been dozens there. Yeah, I'm not going to name names, but Japan's pretty infamous. For <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, you know that we, we don't want to see um, the, the, the scrambled eggs um, coming out when they try and talk. You know, five or yeah. ten years down. So yeah. Anyway, hopefully he makes it through. 
Um, the other, um, on the other end of the scale again, um, making debuts in the just before Christmas or was it just after? We saw Crone. I think it was just before, twenty third. I think. It yeah, was. something like that. We yeah. saw um, you know Crone Gracie. Um, one interesting thing on the uh, the fight in Japan, uh, making his MMA debut, um, Hickson was on the poster. Yeah. Um, not often that. you see a corner man on the poster. No. But, yeah. you know, you do what sells. Yeah, that's, that's what I thought. Hickson gets on the poster just because Hickson. Yeah, because Hickson. <laughs> that's yeah. it. Uh, I'm surprised Hickson didn't actually get the win. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, crowned by armbar is, is yeah. going to be the new saying. I reckon they've given Hickson enough wins. <laughs> 400 and whatever it's <laughs> out. Oh, yeah, but I bet he regrets ever saying that. No, no he probably doesn't no, regret anything. Not at all. Done. If you had known they're going to take it seriously, you probably whacked a few more in there. What? Fuck. Shit. <laughs> Should have said more. Chance, yeah. <laughs> Ilio reckons he claimed a thousand. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. Hickson's got four hundred, I've got a thousand. Yeah. Um, where, where'd you make of the fight? Um, it looked like two dudes. That, yeah. It was a debut yeah, fight. It looked like a debut fight, and <clears throat> and Crone's not like a big dude, like just generically. But for his weight division, he looked way bigger than that guy. I've saw way the, bigger. Yeah. He's he's put on a lot of good weight in the yeah. last yeah even since he fought um Aoki at Metamoris. Yeah. Um he was skinny then. Yeah. Um, but he's put on like MMA style weight. Yeah. So he's been working out. But he's still gonna fight one fifty five or something like that. Yeah, I think, and I, so. I think he's still got a, a even in the conditioning side of things, still got a little yeah. bit to go. I mean he's young. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh yeah it was it was a debut fight and he did well. And he's been training with uh Nick Diaz and uh that camp um, Gilbert Melendez and yeah, yeah. Cesar Gracie and those guys well obviously he's not training jiu-jitsu with Cesar he's been training that with his old man but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he will be teaching them jiu-jitsu and they'll be teaching him striking oh, I guess really, so, yeah. we'll have it going. one of the best in the world yeah. but, but I think they're in his corner as well and um, I mean look starting out at that weight division and trying to learn a striking type of jiu-jitsu if that makes sense that's yeah. a great camp to be in for someone what he needs to learn he's not going to be a striker ever this is not going to happen. So he needs to know enough defensive striking in order to do his jiu-jitsu. Yeah, you know what? I hope he never tries to become a striker. Yep. We've seen that from yeah. you know Damien Meyer and Hozier. Yep. Um, I don't want to see it from Crone. Yep. Um, just do what you're good at. Yep. Having said that, when was the last time you saw somebody pull guard in an MMA fight? I think it was Stefan Struve. Yeah. And that's only because he just gets one overhook, pulls guard, and just ramps, rips an armbar or a triangle. Or, or, or something, yeah. Fight, a, yeah. A, a bloke who's 6'11". Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, what about uh, Donald Cerrone going off that Uma Plata? Oh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Cerrone, yeah, in the first round. Yeah, so um, close. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. His back control was so good. Um, and yeah. worked it, worked it really yeah, well. Did it perfect. But it seemed like he needed to get a bit more distance away from the body, but it defended very well as yeah, well. Yeah, but he was going for it. Exactly. You know, yeah. jury defended it really well. And you don't see someone really just go for the Ume Plata like he did in that situation. Yeah, a lot of people yeah, give not, up on it very quick or try and... since Matt Serra. Yeah, or try and transition back to back to into guard or um, armbar, triangle. But um, no, that was, that was really good work. I stuck with it, did everything right. Yeah. Didn't work out at the end, but I like seeing that no, aspect he, of the he, he didn't get the finish, but he got the sweep into side. Yeah. You know, yeah he went yeah. back to a dominant yeah. position and worked from there. So yeah. um, as far as I'm concerned, you can't argue with that. Yeah. Um, hopefully judges are smart enough to know all right, he was in real trouble there. And yeah, he gets exactly. The points. You would hope the MMA is at, at that point where we've finally got the boxing judges up to speed with what's yeah, going on. And become MMA judges. Yeah. But, but back to Crone. It, yeah. it seemed like he... Obviously, he's fighting a can and it's his first fight, so he did yep. excellent for that. But that sort of style, he always pushed forward, but he's still his only way of creating distance running was putting that high knee up to feign a, a front kick just to create distance. And 
I mean, that's not going to work at all against any wrestlers. No, no. But it did look very um, hoist-like, it didn't did, it? yeah, yeah. From UFC, yeah. you know, back in the early yeah, days. back in the day, yeah. And that's why I'm like, I don't want to see him do that. But he did pull guard intentionally to finish. And even the way he pulled guard was very slick. Yep. Yeah, he just well. sort of went to fake, I think it was that high knee, and then just hooked the back of his head, and that's it, in guard. And yeah. from there, like, his, just his grip strength with his legs was yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, kept him down, didn't he? No posture whatsoever. But, I mean, uh, it's good to see. Um, there'd always be that uh, want, almost, to show that you are well-rounded yeah. um, yep. when you're going into the MMA. Yep. Um, end of the day, one of the best jiu-jitsu guys on the planet show us that. Thank yep. you very much. Yeah, That's exactly. all we want. Yep. Um, you know, especially a debut fight, go with what works. Yep. That's and the what thing he is, if you're going to submit people from guard, especially wrestlers, fucking more power to you. Yep. Like, if you can pull that shit off, that is going to be very impressive. So he'll probably have a few more fights um, yep. in Japan, I think, before yep. he gets uh, something um, decent over in the States. But Definitely. I mean, he, he's got a name yep. and he's the son of Hickson. Um, yep. He'll hopefully um, lose that moniker um, pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah it, it, it's good to see uh, everything happen that we thought would happen yeah and if the one thing we know about that strain of the family for lack of a better word is that they're, they're born fighters there's they're not fighters. one backward yeah. step in them not one bit of fear they look forward to every single yeah. fight that's um, like yes I get to finally fucking prove what I've been training and like, they are genuinely excited just to fight yeah um, it, it does feel like um, that uh, w- with Crone um, from the outside the uh, goal is to get him into the UFC and get a win there, doesn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, um, it does. It, it's almost the way that um, the UFC's monopoly on the high end of mixed martial arts now is, um, you know, if you came and somebody said, oh, yeah, he's won five fights over in Bellator or whatever, you're like, mm. yeah, but what's he done in the UFC? Yeah, exactly. And ben Askren's the, the great example yeah. of it. Um, so, you know, I don't know if that's his goal, um, yeah. but uh, you know that's what I want to see and it's been a long time since somebody with the surname Gracie's got a win under yeah. or, or never has under um, Zuffer under Zuffer is that no, right I'm, I'm pretty sure I can't remember I remember hearing something like that but I never bothered to look it up and verify yeah. if it was true or not so but I don't remember hearing that but look I think I think that the way he's going to be handled he'll definitely get into the UFC they'll definitely give a run there <clears throat> mainly because his marketability is just ridiculous when it yeah, goes into yeah. that, those circles so I think you'll find him fighting like maybe CM two, two more. <laughs> Actually, he's probably not far off there. Probably different weight divisions. Yeah, never mind. But um, you'll find, I think you'll see him fighting a couple more cans in the other divisions. Yeah. And <clears throat> they give him a feed in the UFC and then give, give me <laughs> a, a fight or two stateside before he yep. look, looks at the big one. Yeah. Um. You got uh, the other big fight announced tonight was uh, Showtime's got his next title defense. Yeah, um, with uh, DeSantos. Yeah, um, which I, I thought was a good fight. Um, he was dominant against Diaz in his last bout. Oh, that was excellent. It was like, good to watch. Messed him up. Yeah. Was not even close. Um, and those, especially those, like we're saying, those leg kicks. Yeah. Um, so this, this uh, against Showtime Pettis, this could be an absolute kick fest. Yeah, and and I mean we haven't really seen a good crack at two sort of distance fighters like yeah. we've seen a real excellent karate person versus excellent another you know, yeah. Muay Thai or, or Taekwondo, Taekwondo or something yeah. like that and so I'm really excited for this fight I yeah. think it's going to be a cracker I think yeah. we're going to get in this fight what we missed out on with TJ versus Henan Brow yep I think this will be the fight that we get what we were supposed to get in that fight yeah um, a, a real good stand up kickbox um, yep. Yeah. Yep. it'd be interesting and when it, it goes to the ground they're both slick yeah 
they both know how to get it done. So it's going to be interesting um, what uh, uh, tactics they both t- bring into that one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it announced for UFC 185, um, which should be um, yeah, fantastic. It's a headline, uh, yeah. a great headline for that card. Yeah, and I mean, Showtime's just his um, sort of his starness is on the rise. Yeah, you know I mean, he's really creating a, for lack of a better word, a legacy. Not necessarily, not not only in the cage, but outside the cage. He's he's had a highlight reel. And yeah. now he's added credentials to it yeah, and, yeah. and become legit. And yeah. obviously, once you put that gold around your waist, you are legit. Yeah. Um, so it's um, it'd be interesting now um, if he can create a legacy behind it. Yeah. And speaking of which, he um, bought his old girl a house and a car for Christmas. Not, not, not a bad effort. Yeah. So, I mean, he's another guy where it's pretty hard to dislike him. Yeah. Because he, he does, he won't talk heaps smack, but he'll talk smack, but he'll back up everything he says. Yeah. So yeah. until you can't back it up, then it's pretty hard to hold that against someone. Yeah. Um, okay, so I mean that's most of what I got down for the MMA. But um, one more thing I want to talk about with Crone. Uh, Obviously, he's left, um, well, not left, but gone to MMA from competitive jujitsu. Yep. We've seen um, another high-level um, jujitsu player in uh, Michelle Nicolini say very recently that um, she's sick of fighting for medals. Essentially, really? um, wants to see more professional jujitsu tournaments out there or, or um, promotions. Yep. Um, but uh, you know, does that mean that? Uh, you, you get the feeling that she doesn't want to go to MMA. She wants to mm. fight jiu-jitsu and she wants to be paid to fight jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit catch-22, isn't it? It is, um, yeah. Because you've got to get the people that want to watch <laughs> it and pay to watch it first yeah. before yeah. you get people that will pay you to do it. Yep. Um, you know, we, we've got things like Metamorris and those rocking up, but um, they're mm. still, they still have that fly-by-night feel yeah. and they're not regular. No one's nailed the format for a jiu-jitsu standalone main event. Um, yeah pay-per-view at the moment so it, it's still you know is that our next option is well you got to put the gloves on then yeah yeah um you know obviously that's what crone's done um we've seen that uh, gary tonin has spoken about it um yeah. keena cornelius has spoken about it you know whether they make that jump will, yeah you know be the next thing yeah um but um and, yeah i think we're seeing sort of um what Hickson was talking about where he's saying that he feels jiu-jitsu's lost its effectiveness yeah where you don't see the out-and-out jiu-jitsu people adapting that style to that mixed martial arts game yeah at the moment uh, you know that's what um, you, you go back to Eddie Bravo has been trying to do and that's what he saw this, yeah. the um, yeah, he's been preaching that for quite a number of years and yeah. um, you know uh, a lot of the traditionalists have gone yeah you know shut up pothead yeah um, until he you know took it up um, to uh, Hoyler um, and I thought you know added a little credentials to what he's saying yeah you know it's I don't know if many people want to say that Hickson's saying the same thing as Eddie, um, mm. but they are. But he is, yeah, exactly. Um, and, uh, you know, there's that great video of um, Eddie trying to show Hickson the, the rubber guard, the rubber guard yeah. and Hickson not being all that yeah. receptive Hickson, to it, but no, right. he's Hickson. Yeah, exactly. And and the thing is, you must be so nervous showing Hickson, Gracie, the he, shit he, you've he's created. I think about you yeah. too. It's like, yeah. yeah, bitch. Yeah. yeah. It's like trying to Preach the Bible to God, more or less. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, well, my interpretation of it is like this, really. Yeah, um, but you know, um, full marks to to both of them. They're, I think they're yeah. they both got jujitsu um, top of mind, and, yeah, and, that, and they Hickson, want to push it. Hickson did invite him to be one of the the Jedi Knights of his um, oh, little of the Jedi Federation. Council. Yeah, um, which and, I, I think says a lot. Yeah, and I think I think that's exactly the direction you need to go. Get people like that on that board. 
Yeah, um, you know, and he's got no personal gripes against him or anything mm. like that. Um, and like yeah. I said, they both you know want the best for jujitsu. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it is. I thought very interesting that somebody like Michelle Nicolini coming out and saying, you know, um, we're tired of fighting for medals. Yeah. Um, you know, um, hopefully they can find a happy medium. Otherwise, you know, you, you don't want to see your best guys always going off and putting on the gloves. Yeah, exactly. Um, at the same time, you'd love to see somebody um, like a crone um, yeah. go and show, hey guys, this is mixed martial arts. Jiu-Jitsu still yeah. works. That's um, it. And like, like like everyone always says, the only the problem with it is time. That's the enemy of Jiu-Jitsu is time. So yeah. That's what makes it so difficult. But if you can nail that, yeah, that format in you, that time limit. You can nail that five minute yeah. round. And yeah. it's certainly possible to do that within the frame of what Jiu-Jitsu offers a fight. Yep. It's just a matter of the right person being able to pull it off. Yeah. And unfortunately it wasn't Hoja or, yeah. or, yeah. or Hoja was too late yeah. or didn't want to, you know, go in the uh, heavy enough division. Yeah. Um, it didn't work out yeah. as we hoped it would. Um, so Crone's the next great hope. Yeah. And by all accounts, Hoja wasn't the most dedicated at training. I've I've heard stories. Yeah. He likes to stand off, but you know he's Hoja. Exactly, that's it. At the same time, and, yeah. And the the fight game's just gone past that. That sort of doesn't matter if you're born into the fighting family. You've still got to put in the extra effort yep. in order to compete with these people because they are putting in that effort. Yeah, exactly right. You know, you, you can't just uh, rock up and be yeah. be the best in the world anymore. And we're not going to get that with a crone. I cannot see how that was going to happen. Where Hickson would not let him just do that as a half-ass attempt. It's, this is your life. You're the fucking warrior or go keep going skating. Yeah, go surfing or whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that's the first UFC card done for the year. Um, hopefully the, the next is a little bit better. Um, yeah, hopefully yeah. a few more exciting fights that we can really get stuck into. Yeah. We struggle with like this one, yeah. It's a few fights are good and the rest of them are just not a mess. It, I think, um, especially the, the, the main card had a, a couple of drawn out fights um, that yeah. really left you flat going into um, Cowboy put on a good show yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, again uh, oh yeah that was the only other thing I wanted to mention about this card was what was there 10 decisions yeah. uh, on yeah. the fight all unanimous yeah. which was uh, well, yeah. no controversy yeah. in any any fight so at least we have that yeah the only bad thing was that it cut short their allowance with a pay-per-view time so you didn't really get to hear John Jones speak too much no, about the fight not at all <laughs> like we're gonna wrap it up uh, yeah the pay-per-view's about to end like motherfuckers we're paying for this shit man it's on <laughs> network TV <laughs> yeah we, we can hear him talk uh, plenty of time yeah that's um, it that's why I got a post presser he, he had plenty of chance to sell more Reebok t-shirts yeah um, but yeah anyway uh, that'll do us I think yeah we got nothing else thanks for listening alright thanks guys <laughs>